brand new Bang & Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear. None at all. On today's I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, Sean Penn. The great Sean Penn is 63. The great Robert De Niro is 80 years old. And much ado about nothing. There is Jew face controversy about the new Bradley Cooper movie that is coming out and it is much ado about nothing. This is a fantastic cinematic I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast starting right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real loud, but most importantly, start this puppy off with something real funky. I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. Museum quality episode is coming up right now. Have no fear, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is in the place to be. Hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody's feeling safe. Hope everybody is feeling sane. Boom. The name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. The Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. The Raging Bullshitter, a.k.a. The Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. The Disruptive Warrior. This is the Iron Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody's feeling safe. Hope everybody is feeling sane. Iron Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct. Fantastic, hard-hitting podcast coming at you today. So pumped. So many different things that I'm excited about. But before we get into that, I just want to make sure everybody out there is feeling good. I want to make sure everybody out there is taking care of themselves physically, mentally, okay? Sexually, if you're into that. Whatever the fuck you need to do to make yourself feel good as we head into the final days the final days of August are here. The last last week or two, last two weeks of August are upon us. Then we're going to be into September. Shit. Crazy. Enjoy the summer while it's here, motherfuckers. Sending love, thoughts. Sending prayers to all the people affected by the horrendous fires in Hawaii. The destruction is insane. I mean, terrible, terrible destruction out there in Hawaii. So if anybody has been affected, if anybody has family, friends that have been affected, I am thinking about you, been following it closely, um, particularly the last few days. So I hope everybody out there is is... Can't even say okay, man, because some of that devastation just looks crazy. Looks really fucking crazy. Um, and people's lives have been changed and affected forever because of those terrible, terrible fires. Um, and uh, I'm heading to Syracuse. I'll be in Syracuse tonight, the 18th, the 19th, 
18th and 19th of August, I will be in Syracuse performing at the Funny Bone. Ha ha. Tickle that Funny Bone. And then in September, Salt Lake City. Going out there on that Mormon state of mind. Then the 14th, 15th, and 16th, I'll be in Stamford, Connecticut. And the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, I am going to be in San Diego, October 6th, October 7th. I'm in Atlanta, October 20th, October 21st. I am in Chi-Town. Okay? Got a lot of dates, a lot of fucking dates on my calendar. All tickets, all information is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. Anyway, I got to say happy, happy, fantastic 80th birthday to the great... Robert De Niro, the fantastic Robert De Niro. Bob De Niro is 80 years old today. And every year we celebrate Bobby D. Every single, I mean, one of the first I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast award-winning segments was the Robert De Niro line of the week which I stopped doing because it, it was hard to keep up with. Although if I could do it, I would do the Robert De Niro line of the week all the time. I would do the Robert De Niro line of the day. I fucking love this guy so much. And when I realized uh, that this morning was Robert De Niro's 80th birthday, I was just like, I hope he's okay. He just lost his grandson in a terrible way. Young kid passed of a... Drug overdose, very, very, very sad. And we know Bob doesn't like fanfare. We know Bob doesn't like attention. We know Bob likes the proof to be in the pudding. We know Bob lets his work do the talking. But we must fawn and let Robert De Niro know. From me, I'll just say on my behalf, this man has given me so, so many moments of inspiration, so many laughs, so many smiles, so many tears. He has spawned so many emotions. He has inspired me on such a deep, deep level as an actor. I appreciate his work, his artistic integrity, his his quest for perfection so deeply and he just means so much to me and so so many fans and there's not an actor that has not been inspired has not been in awe hasn't been touched hasn't been moved by Robert De Niro for years year after year after year after year after fucking year Robert De Niro one of the greatest artists of all time, a true blue artist, not just an actor, a goddamn artist. I mean, the artistry that he has shown in his work all these years and continues to do a time and time again, it, it just means so much to me. 
Uh, I mean, and we could go on and on and on about every goddamn fucking movie that this man has ever made from the gang that couldn't shoot straight to bang the drum slowly to his real breakout performance in Mean Streets. Oh my God. Johnny Boy, the character that he played in Mean Streets. Yeah. Listen, if you have never seen Mean Streets, do yourself a favor and watch it. If you don't want to watch Mean Streets, just Google Robert De Niro in Mean Streets. And he literally, there was no bada bing, there was no, none of that street, Italian street, forget about it. There was none of that in film. There was none of that on TV, obviously, until Robert De Niro brought that shit to the forefront. I mean, obviously, there were other great, you know, New York performances, Marlon Brando, uh, and, you know, all these sort of mobster, you know, films of the 30s, 40s, and 50s, but he... He made it real. He brought that fucking bada bing, that Tony Soprano shit, that that big pussy, that James Conn. I mean, he brought that shit, that Donnie Brasco. He did it on his own, from his own creation. This is his own imagination that he did it in 1973 in Mean Streets uh, with the great Harvey Keitel. Of course, that was the first time he worked with Martin Scorsese. I uh, just fucking love this guy, man. And I did the the Robert De Niro line of the week from Mean Streets in the past. Uh, Miles Jordan, play a little something from Mean Streets. Um, play Robert De Niro talking to Harvey Keitel in Mean Streets. I'm going to let Robert De Niro do the Robert De Niro line of the week. Listen to him talking, the opening scene. I mean, if you watch this scene and you watch... Harvey Keitel, you you could see he's like, what the fuck, man? Robert De Niro's acting was, he was bringing a sense of reality and a sense of authenticity and an energy and a kinetic, frenetic, tangible energy to the surface in Mean Streets. Play that scene with Harvey Keitel from Mean Streets, uh, Miles Jordan, uh, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers, respectfully. Michael's been in my back all night. He's bothering me. Why don't you make your payment last Tuesday? What do you mean? I made my payment last Tuesday. What are you talking about? You paid him last week? Yeah, I paid him last week. Well, what did he say? He said I didn't pay him? He's a fucking liar. Where is he? You paid him? Yeah, I paid him. Last week? Yeah! Last Tuesday? Yeah. Charlie, you don't know what He's here. Where? Out front. He's here? Yeah. So what do I care? All right, let me go get him. We'll straighten this thing out, all right? Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Charlie. Well, you're right. I'm right. Yeah, was it last Tuesday? Yeah, that's the Tuesday. That was last week. That's before the one that's about to come up. My mistake. I'm sorry. Forgive me. It was last week, the week before that I was thinking of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was, huh? That's right. That's Mean Streets. And then, of course, Robert De Niro went on to do Godfather Part Two, where he portrayed Vito Corleone, the Godfather himself, young Marlon Brando. And then he shut the whole fucking shit down. Yo, he went from Mean Streets to The Godfather Part 2 to Taxi Driver. He could have retired. He could have fucking retired. And then The Deer Hunter. This is this. This is this. His scene when they're playing Russian roulette after being captured in Vietnam is so... F God damn it. God 
Damn it. It's gonna be all right, Nikki. Go ahead, shoot. Shoot, Nikki. God damn it. The energy, the fucking real, the reality, the fear, the intensity, everything is in his scene in The Deer Hunter. Fucking ridiculous. I Again, this shit comes from his imagination. Let me tell you something. This stuff isn't in the script, what Robert De Niro does. R- Robert De Niro takes the script takes all the ideas, takes all the thoughts of the director and the writer and the script, and then puts it into his imagination. One of the underrated words when you're talking about acting is imagination. It's play. And Robert De Niro has an incredible imagination. Deer Hunter, ridiculous performance. And then, of course, if I have to take one, I go with Raging Bull. She really did some job on you. You know how fucking nuts you are? Look what she did to you. You fucked my wife. What? You fucked my wife. How could you ask me a question like that? How could you ask me? I'm your brother. You ask me that? Where do you get your balls big enough to ask me that? Just tell me. My favorite of all my favorite Robert De Niro performances, we did an entire podcast dedicated to Raging Bull. If if you've never heard the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, Raging Bull podcast, where we had Martin Scorsese, John Turturro, the real Jake LaMotta, Max Kellerman, Nick Turturro. It's just a great fucking podcast. You should, you should check that out. And, you know, then he went on to do The King of Comedy, which I watched this morning. Rupert Putkin. Such a bugged out, weird, unique, fucking original film directed by Martin Scorsese, co-starring Jerry Lewis, Sandra Bernhard, Once Upon a Time in America, Brazil, underrated film, Angel Heart, Midnight Run. God damn it, I love that fucking film, Midnight Run. Him and Charles Grodin. I could go on and on. Goodfellas, Cape Fear. He's a fucking savage. Mad Dog and Glory, underrated film. Uma Thurman, Bill Murray, This Boy's Life launched the career of Leonardo DiCaprio. A Bronx Tale, which he directed. Casino. You're in the finances, you're upstairs, but you are not on the floor. You don't see what's going on. I've got thousands of players. I've got 500 dealers. They're all looking to rob me blind 24 hours a day. I have to let them know I'm watching all the details all the time, that there is not one single thing I will not catch as I am over here. Heat. Copland, which I had the honor, the fucking honor of working with Robert De Niro in Copland. Jackie Brown, one of my favorite uh, deep cut underrated, underappreciated De Niro uh, performances. My favorite Samuel Jackson performance ever. And just so forth and so on. And meet the parents. Meet the fucking parents when he started doing the comedy and analyze this. 
and meet the Fockers. I, I just, Miles Jordan, play a little bit of my, uh, Robert De Niro. I was going to do the Robert De Niro line of the week. Give me some Robert De Niro as himself. The Robert De Niro lines of the week performed by Robert De Niro. You talking to me? You talking to me? Then who the hell else are you talking to? You talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here. I don't think about one shot that much anymore, Mike. You have to think about one shot. One shot is what it's all about. The deer has to be taken with one shot. I try to tell people that. They don't listen. Hey, Ray. Never went down, Ray. You never got me down, Ray. You hear me? Never got me down. Yeah? See? Look. I grew up in a tough neighborhood. And we used to say you can get further with a kind word and a gun than you can with just a kind word. <laughs> and in that neighborhood, it might have been true. And sometimes the reputation follows you. There is violence in Chicago, of course, but not by me and not by anybody I employ. And I'll tell you why, because it's not good business. It's all bad. People have forgotten what life is all about. They've forgotten what it is to be alive. They need to be reminded. They need to be reminded about what they have and what they can lose. And what I feel is the joy of life, the gift of life, the freedom of life, the wonderment of life. You took your first piece like a man, and you learned the two greatest things in life. Well, look at me. Never ride on your friends, and always keep your mouth shut. Guy told me one time, don't let yourself get attached to anything you are not willing to walk out on in 30 seconds flat if you feel the heat around a corner. Now, if you're around me and you got to move when I move, how do you expect to keep her a, a marriage? She left. What do you mean, Mr. Evans? She left. What do you expect? Where is she? Let me tell you. I know you don't want to listen to your father. I didn't listen to mine. And I'm telling you, you got to pay attention to the signs. When life reaches out with a moment like this, it's a sin if you don't reach back. I'm telling you, it's a sin if you don't re reach back and it'll haunt you the rest of your days like a curse. You're facing a big challenge in your life right now, this very moment, right here. That girl loves you, she really, really loves you. And I don't know if Nikki ever did, but she sure as hell doesn't love you right now. And I'm telling you, don't fuck this up. Bob De Niro, thank you for everything you've done for us. Thank you for pushing the medium forward. You pushed you pushed what is, even in the idea of what's capable for us as actors to do, the fucking best, Bobby D. One of my favorite performances, Silver Linings Playbook, starring Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence. Beautiful, beautiful performance. He plays Bradley Cooper's father. Just so vulnerable and so great. Robert De Niro, the great Robert De Niro, 80 years old. 80 years of the fucking Joker. And you know, you know there's some bangers left. As long as he's on camera, there's bangers left. He's got that film coming out, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon with DiCaprio that uh, Scorsese directed. Robert De Niro, 80 years old. Everybody loves you. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the Draft. King's YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby. 
needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Speaking of birthdays, I didn't I didn't know this. I'm sure I've talked about this before, but I wasn't aware of this when I realized that it was Bobby D's 80th birthday. Born on the same day, turning 63 years old today, okay, April 17th, the ridiculously talented, some might say, spawned from the same cloth. Same type of method actor, the ridiculous Sean Penn turned 63. They share the same birthday. Not surprised. Talk about a goddamn fucking career. Talk about a ridiculous actor. Talk about a fucking beast. Talk about an imagination. Talk about creativity. Talk about every single thing, putting it together time and time Again, talk about we want more. We know you love saving the world, and it's important to do that, but we want more Sean Penn on screen. We fucking love this guy. Fast times at Ridgemont High, bad boys. I mean, he started his fucking Spicoli and fast times at Ridgemont High. Talk about an imagination. That sort of, you know, dude character he brought that to the screen. He brought that to the screen in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Bad Boys was scary when I saw that film. Him and, uh, um, what's my guy's name? Uh, Issei Morales. Love that dude. Good dude. Oh, man. Sean Penn's another motherfucking beast, man. A funking beast. I love him as a director. Do you ever see Indian Runner? 
Love that film. He directed Into the Wild. Carlito's Way as a fucking actor. Kleinman, Dead Man Walking, directed by another beast of an actor. I mean, that's that's a very, 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 very good film, Dead Man Walking, directed by Tim Robbins. Uh, Milk, it, it, one of my favorite performances that he ever did, 21 Grams with Benicio Del Toro, um, Sean Penn, and Naomi Watts. That's that ain't, That is a fucking film right there. I wouldn't call it a feel-good film, but if you've never seen 21 Grams, that is a fucking excellent, excellent, excellent film. And uh, like I said, imagination. It's imagination. It's grit. It's determination. It's creativity. I mean, shit, man. I'm not even tipping the iceberg of all the things. Uh, casualties of war. That uh, a state of grace. Jesus Christ. I fucking love Sean Penn. We want more Sean Penn. We need more Sean Colors. Colors, colors, colors. Uh, two of the best, born on the same day. Happy birthday to the great, happy 63rd birthday to the great Sean Penn. And like I said, save the world, do all your great philanthropy things, uh, do all your stuff, uh, but do not forget to come back and act because we, we everybody fucking loves Sean Penn. And uh, RIP, shout out to the... His brother, uh, uh, we lost so young. The great Chris Penn um, was just a, another great actor that was gone too soon who I had the pleasure of working with in True Romance and, and becoming friends with. Um, so happy birthday to both of those guys and uh, sending love, love, love thoughts. Uh, the great Chris Penn, Reservoir Dogs, so forth, at close range, which of course starred Sean Penn, Christopher Walken, and Chris Penn. Dope, underrated, weird film. Since we're going down the road of films in general and acting, this conversation came up again. It is so stupid, so ridiculous, such a waste of time. So much of a, the stupid cancel culture, frenzy, fucking social media shitstorm that gets attention that doesn't deserve any fucking attention. The great Bradley Cooper... Um, has a film coming out called Maestro. It is a film that he directed uh, where he plays Leonard Bernstein. Now, most of you dumb fucks that are causing all this confusion, uh, trying to cancel this, that, and the third, all these idiots don't even know who Leonard Bernstein is. One of the great Jews of all time. Okay? Leonard Bernstein. Look him up, you fools, you dum-dums. Leonard Bernstein is a, a, a songwriter, a composer. He's written so much, created so much music that most of us probably don't even know that it was made by Leonard Bernstein. Uh, Miles, Jordan, play a little bit. Play a little bit of the great Leonard Bernstein. Give me a little Rhapsody in Blue. That's Leonard Bernstein. Everybody knows that music. 
I learned of Leonard Bernstein from my father. My father's a big classical music buff, B-U-F-F, buff. Disco Dave loves classical music. But Leonard Bernstein did the music for films. He He's just, and he's Jewish. And he's a great Jew. Anyway, Leonard Bernstein, there's a film that is coming out uh, about the life of Leonard Bernstein. Bradley Cooper, who is excellent, an excellent actor, proven himself to be a great uh, director also uh, with the uh, Star is Born. Um, and he is a fucking star. Everybody loves Bradley Cooper. He's a good-looking guy. Ladies love cool Bradley. L-L-C-B. Ladies love cool Bradley. Um, anyway, um, he directed this film that I believe, I, I ain't saying when it's coming out because we're not supposed to promote. As SAG uh, strikers, we're not supposed to promote. Nonetheless, this film's got enough bad promotion on its own because of the controversy that Bradley Cooper is getting because he is, number one, not Jewish. We've had this conversation before on the I Am Rappaport's Terrio podcast. Bradley Cooper's not Jewish, duh. And he used a prosthetic nose, which they're now saying uh, they they Jewed him up. They gave him Jew face. They gave him Jew nose. Now, let me start this conversation by saying this. The idea that only Jewish actors should play Jewish characters, whether they're real or not real. Obviously, Leonard Bernstein is real. Um, the idea that only real autistic actors should play autistic characters. The idea that only trans actors should play trans characters, albeit men or women, is so stupid. It's so fucking asinine. It's so ridiculous. And it the films that I just discussed of just Robert De Niro and Sean Penn, if they had to cast real characters, the real thing, the real authentic item in any one of Robert De Niro's roles, he wouldn't be Robert De Niro. You dumb fuck you. Robert De Niro was in a, he's Italian, but he wasn't a real true blue gangster. Uh, when Robert, Robert De Niro has played Jews, Robert De Niro has played boxers. Like at what point does it become stupid? Real Jews should play, uh, only Jewish actors should play Jewish characters. Only autistic actors should play uh, uh, autistic characters. Only trans actors should play trans characters. Dumb, fucking stupid, 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 stupid. Sean Penn has played Jews. Robert De Niro has played characters from the South. Benicio Del Toro's Puerto Rican. He's played characters that aren't Puerto Rican. He's played Italians and so forth and so on. The idea that you have to be Jewish to play Jewish parts is stupid. The idea that you have to be Italian to play Italian parts is stupid. And it's been weaponized because it all started, uh, you know, on the in mainstream because a few years ago, remember... Remember, Scarlett Johansson was going to do that film Rub and Tug, Rub, which I read that script. Rub and Tug, it's based on this character, uh, this woman 
trans woman. Uh-oh, let me get it right. It was a woman who was a trans man. Dante Gill, I actually ran, read this script, ran a bunch of massage parlors, and, and you know, they became fronts for prostitution dens, and uh, Scarlett Johansson was going to play it, and because of social media, the pressure uh, and the backlash that she was getting uh, before the film was even being shot, the film never got made. And let me tell you something, the film Rub and Tug will never get made because it takes stars to make movies. You think anybody's going to just give up their money for some Joe Schmo to star in a film called Rub and Tug about some, you know, some small independent film about some, you know, person that nobody knows about called Dante Gill? who's a trans man, and the pressure and the backlash from the trans community, from the gay community, film didn't get made. So you now, you know what happens now? The film will never get made. Mark my words, that film will never, ever, 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 ever get made. Daniel Day-Lewis is another one. Played Vincent Van Gogh. Should the film have not getting, gotten made? Vincent Van Gogh is Dutch. Daniel Day-Lewis isn't. Was it blasphemy that Vincent Van Gogh played a Dutch character? You fucking dum-dums. You dum-dums. Daniel Day-Lewis is English. He's played Irish characters. You dummies. You fucking stupid dummies. He was in The Last of the Mohegans also. He was in The Age of Innocence. That's why it's called acting, you fools. There's all this backlash about Bradley Cooper wearing prosthetics, saying it's Jew face. He was putting on the prosthetics to look like Leonard Bernstein, not to um, besmudge Jews, who at times, we do have prominent noses, and I love my fucking beak. I got a big fucking Jew beak. I love it. I love it. And if that's what Bradley Cooper needed to... Bradley Cooper don't have a Jew beak. I have no problem with him putting on a Jew beak to portray Leonard Bernstein. It's called acting. It's it, And this is what you're talking about. And the people that are upset about it probably don't know one thing about Leonard Bernstein. But they know a lot about being upset. Get a fucking life. Get alive. Denzel Washington has done Shakespeare. Shakespeare uh, wasn't written for black people. You fools. The great Al Pacino. Scarface. He ain't Cuban. Al Pacino's not even fully Italian. He's part Puerto Rican. Actors act. Actors act. And shooters shoot. Actors act. And shooters shoot. Bradley Cooper need to put on that big Jew nose to play Leonard Bernstein because like I said, some of us do have big Jew noses and they're beautiful. If you do have a big Jew nose, be proud of that big fucking Jewish beak of yours. I'm proud of mine. My father loves his. Chunky, big, fucking big Ashkenazi Jew nose I got. Fucking proud of it. The only thing that James Gandolfini had in common with Tony Soprano was that they're Italian. Other than that, they had nothing in common. Should they have gotten a real Italian to play Tony Soprano? You fucking dum-dums. 
So now this film is going to have to deal with all the the dumbness, the goofiness, the stupidness of woke, the woke mob, the woke mobs that come after every single thing and any thing. But I'm going to be watching it because Bradley Cooper is a dope actor. Bradley Cooper has proven himself to be a dope filmmaker. And I know he puts his blood and guts into everything he does. Hence the reason why he's so good. And the maestro is coming out on Netflix at some point in the next few weeks. And I'll be checking it out a week one. I'm not going to say day one. But I'll be checking it out definitely week one. Anyway, this was a cinema cinematically packed I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast celebrating the 80th birthday of Robert De Niro and a happy, happy, fantastic birthday. Sean Penn, 63 years old. Come see me in Syracuse in September. Come see me in Salt Lake City, Stamford, Connecticut, or San Diego. All tickets for all my shows throughout the rest of two 2023 2023 are available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com Miles Jordan aka the Bleach Brothers aka the Dust Brothers take me out of here with something real nice yes. take me out of here with something real proper but most importantly end this puppy with something real funky I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast I'm out Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.